welcome to Side Talks. I'm coming fast and hot with that one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I, I, I feel like I have to compensate for, you know, Rachel's usually very energetic. Should I interrupt you? Oh, please. I'm interrupting Corey because oh, I've got stuff to say. You have stuff to say. It's the intro. Um, Let's and go. I really shouldn't be saying anything when you think about it. Uh, I'm here once again, of course, with uh, our special co-host for this week's episodes, Chloe Cook, Executive Director of Sidewalk as an organization. Uh, Chloe, thank you for doing this. I'm glad to be here, but I'm no substitute for Rachel Morgan. Well, none of us are. Yeah. Um, and she brings special gifts to the podcast studio. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Um, and, and nobody's yelling at me, and I don't really know how to handle it. So why don't we just end this intro and okay. start the show? Sounds good. What's the shit? Ooh, Corey. I hated that. That was... I loved it. That was great. I really regret that I was put into a position that I had to do that for this segment. I think you kind of liked it. I kind of liked it. I kind of got to unleash a little bit there. Well, uh, even though Rachel's not here, uh, you have come with a film, a mm-hmm. bad film, allegedly that you are going to describe. Uh, and I'm going to try to guess it because I have a broken brain. And the only thing I can remember is movies. Okay. So this one I think is going to be easy. All right, let's hear it. Okay. So, uh, there is a professional woman. Okay. And she is uh, planning another professional woman's uh, big special day. Okay. Okay. And uh, she has an encounter with like a rolling dumpster. A rolling dumpster? Yeah. Okay. It's like, you know, one of those, not like a full-size dumpster, yeah. but like the, like a, more like a oversized cart for moving debris. Got it. And uh, she falls down, and a handsome stranger rescues her from the middle of the road. And she she uh, says something about him smelling like grilled cheese and tomatoes, I think. Okay. And she loses a shoe. Loses a shoe. This? It's quite. It's a little old. This is not ringing any. It's in the uh, from our previous episode about rom coms. Uh-huh. This is in a rom com category. As you might guess from the handsome stranger who rescues her sure, sure. on the road. Okay, so let's see. I think there's a uh, there's a bit of a, a a romantic moment, and and there's some potential for a relationship. Okay, and then this professional woman figures out that this handsome stranger is attached to already engaged mm-hmm. to her client. Her client. Okay. Is this professional woman like a, a Julia Roberts type? Uh, yes. But not Julia Roberts yeah, herself. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Not a Julia Roberts but a, picture. But a famous actress. Famous actress. Um, and I could give a hint, but then it's like, uh, am I giving you too much? I'm trying to think of a movie where like a, like a Sandra Bullock, let's say, might yeah. have a professional... Let's say that this person is this lead actress is uh, less critically acclaimed than maybe like a Sandra Bullock. Okay, and that's you know. Is this a Jennifer Aniston movie? No, mm. no, but the first name is correct. Oh, weird, Jennifer Garner. 
No. No. There are too many fucking Jennifers. So many. <laughs> what is up with that? So many. Such uh, a popular I, name. I think I'm going to need another hint, even if it comes close to giving this away, because right. this is not really ringing any bells. It's a very um, polarizing, handsome fellow. He was only involved in the rom-coms at the beginning of his acting career. Uh-huh. And then quit doing those movies in favor of more, uh, you know, awards bait type films. Uh, okay, I, I just want you to know uh, that Sam's out here pulling his hair out. Cause, Are you serious? Because he knows what it is? All right. I'm pretty sure. From yeah. the very first sentence. Yeah. Oh, gosh. You, yeah. What? How do I not know this? I don't know. Um. Well, the actor is from... Texas. Uh huh. It's a big part of his life outside of his uh, career. He talks about it a lot. Come on, Corey. So this is uh, Jennifer Lopez movie with Matthew McConaughey. Yes. The Wedding Planner. Yes. There you ding, go. Ding ding ding. I and the the thing is, I think we have done this movie on what's this shit before, <laughs> and I hadn't seen it then, and I still haven't. I don't know um, that it's a necessary viewing. I, I didn't assume, so... No. Uh, wow. Sam, are you a big wedding planner fan? Huge fan. Okay. Oh, wow. Who well, knew? Well, that's, that's something to remember. That's huh. that's not on my list of cute rom-coms <laughs> that I like. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I don't really like Matthew McConaughey in rom-coms. Yeah, but that's what that was his only that thing. Was, I mean, when he did, like, How's, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days... The Wedding Planner, Failure to Launch. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see Failure to Launch? I did, because at the time I was obsessed with Sarah Jessica Parker. I think that movie's Sex a nightmare. Yeah, guess who loves that movie? Who? Sincerely who? loves it. My husband, Josh. We got to get his ass in here, Hates because Prince, I tell you what. Loves Failure to Launch. He has, he has his, his taste and stuff precedes him, Well, and he needs to be called to account. What does that say about me? <laughs> Corey, what are you saying? Uh, that's a good question, <laughs> um, and we will definitely need to think about that. We can um, have a five-minute fight about that. What does he like about failure to launch? Just like the fact that people get attacked by animals randomly throughout it? I don't know. I mean, that is kind of a funny bit. I have, I don't know. Isn't Terry Bradshaw the dad in that movie? It's yeah. like Terry Bradshaw and, and the, Kathy Bates. Yes, Kathy Bates. What a weird movie. Yeah, it's a strange one. Okay. And there's like a weird squawking bird yeah like a mockingbird that Mm -hmm. just like attacks people or something i don't know yeah um that's not of course the wedding planner which i have not seen yeah well you can skip it i told you the high points i will all right uh so that's what's this shit i think that's kind of a draw i don't know it took me a while to get that uh if rachel were here she'd say that i lost yeah, I mean, I was—I could have given better clues if we were playing no, a game on a those team. Were good. They, they were; those clues were good enough for Sam. And if they're good enough for Sam, literally anybody could guess oh, that movie. Wow. Okay. Shots fired. Yeah, take that, Sam. <laughs> it's you know this is going to be semi-serious. Okay. Um, so, Chloe, since you've joined me to. Uh, co-host this week's episodes i thought that since you'd never been on the show before Mm -hmm. uh this would be a good time to talk to you um about 
well, not only yourself, but Sidewalk and, and the organization and uh, what we can anticipate with the upcoming festival to some degree, sure. uh, as much as we can talk about at this early stage in the okay. planning process. So uh, how long have you been with Sidewalk, first of all? I started in this role at Sidewalk in April of 2009, and I'm not great. At math, but I think that that means this is my 14th festival. A shit ton of festivals. A lot of festivals. So this this might be, you know, um, a broad question, but perhaps our listeners might want to know, what the hell is it exactly that an executive director hmm. does? So when you're, you're the executive director of Sidewalk, for those who don't know or mm-hmm. who are just tuning in or who, you know, didn't listen to the intro. So what what do you do? What what is it yeah. exactly? So I think it's important to say that executive director is a title that gets used in a lot of different environments. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what I do as executive director at Sidewalk is going to be really different than what an executive director at some other nonprofit organization um, might do day to day. But what I do. Largely, what I'm supposed to do anyway is um, oversee the general organization, um, make sure that we're carrying out the mission of the organization. I interact with our board of directors, which is a term of our nonprofit status. I manage and oversee our staff, all of our employees, full-time, part-time contract Um which is no easy task because our listeners have met a lot of those people over the course of this podcast, oh, yeah. and there's some real characters. Absolutely. Uh, Sam, for instance. Right, right. Sam's definitely the, the wild card. Um, the bad boy of sidewalk, some call him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty much how everybody refers to him. And um, yeah, so I do that. I raise money. Um, I help to develop organizational like long-term strategy so when we were a festival and had some educational programs that happened year-round, I put together the initial strategy like for our capital campaign and uh, you know plans to build out our cinema space. So I do that sort of thing. Thankfully, I'm not doing that right now. Yeah, we're, we're not opening another cinema? Mm, no, <laughs> no, not right now. <laughs> Sidewalkfest.com, come see movies at the one that we've got. That's right. Um, so... What is it that drew you to Sidewalk? I mean, are, are you like a big movie person? Were you like, hey, I like movies, so this is a good nonprofit uh, that I could work with? Uh, what What is it exactly that was the, the spark that led you there? Well, I liked Sidewalk Film Festival and mm-hmm. have been an attendee. Um, and I think that for me, I fell into a category that a lot of Birmingham folks fall into as it relates to Sidewalk, which is – I really liked the energy of the event and the sort of transformational way that it, you know, impacts the theater district for, at least in those days, for the weekend of the festival Um, and really liked sort of the potential of that. Mm -hmm. And I like watching movies and I, especially back in the day, I really liked being able to watch things that I, you know, really wasn't being served like at a big multiplex. Um, now, having access to that stuff is a little easier, you know, just with all the streaming platforms yeah. and everything. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, I love going to the movies. I don't have a ten of all my ticket stubs, <laughs> but I do like going to the to the movies and have always. And I really like the arts in general. Mm-hmm. And had spent a fair amount of my career in the arts nonprofit sector. So, what what are some of the early sort of sidewalk movies that stood out to you that you were like, oh shit, this is a cool movie that I'm getting to see through this festival? Well. One of my favorite experiences probably with the festival was my very first year working there as ED, and we opened the festival with Best Worst Movie, mm-hmm. which yeah. is a documentary about the movie Troll 2, which is not a sequel to Troll, so that's a lot to figure <laughs> out. Um, oh, yeah. But Best Worst Movie was, I thought, like such a fun documentary, and a lot of times fun and documentary don't go together that's true um it was fun and interesting and there was a cool local connection um there was just like all the elements came together and there was such a huge sort of interest in that film that it made that very first opening night kind of magical that's probably my favorite sidewalk memory ever um just because it was like special for me is my yeah. first year and we had people that chartered buses and there were all sorts of people outside the Alabama theater in costumes and it was really fun. Um, and coming up, I think it's father's day weekend. We are going to be That's doing right. a screening of troll two and George Hardy, who's in the film and was also featured in best worst movie. Um, is going to be joining us at the cinema for that. I believe at our midnight screening, uh, the weekend of Father's Day, that SidewalkFest.com, again, where you can get your tickets for that, which is sure to be a pretty exciting event. Um, I didn't get to Sidewalk in 2009 for some reason. You know, I think you and I met or at least started communicating because I was a credentialed journalist Mm -hmm. at first. And... Uh, I started doing that with the Crimson White at, at school at the University of Alabama and came up a couple times through that. But then mostly through the Tuscaloosa News, I was at the Tuscaloosa News, I think, um, the first few years you were executive director then mm-hmm. uh, and started coming to the festival to cover it through that. And that's kind of, you know, I grew up in Birmingham, uh, so I I. I Sidewalk was kind of on my radar, but I didn't really start going to it a ton until I was covering it as a journalist. And I use the word journalist very loosely, of course, because really I wanted to see movies and write about movies. And that was, you know, what I did. People were like, hey, you want to come to the parties? And I'm like, no, there's a movie playing. And I'm honestly (laughs) still like that, even though I'm supposed to go to the parties now, I think. Um, So, okay, I guess you kind of answered the the next question that I was going to ask. But um, so, best worst movie, your your favorite sidewalk memory. Talk about your least favorite sidewalk memory. You don't have to do that. I'm kidding. Oh God! Uh, No, I have a ready answer. (laughs) You you seriously don't have to do that. No, I should. It's a good story. Oh yeah. Um, you were involved. We we were going to open the festival with the movie. Oh God! Oh God! um, Step. Yeah. Again, a documentary for opening night. This is my least favorite sidewalk memory, yeah. too. Yeah. I mean, as it should be. Um, and on Thursday, Thursday night prior to that, at roughly like 10 o'clock, I can't remember now who, somebody called me and said, we've got a tech problem at the Alabama Theater. And for people listening that don't know this, the Alabama Theater, though it's a gorgeous movie palace, 
it has not been upgraded from a tech standpoint to screen DCP, which is, you know, the primary way that films are screened in movie theaters everywhere in modern movie theaters. And so we have to bring that equipment in. And I want to say this was our second year to yes, be it is. doing that. And on Thursday night, the system uh, crashed and I stayed up all night and called every film exhibition rental house from as far north as Boston to Florida, um, left weird, I'm sure, desperate voicemails on lots of answering machines and sent crazy emails. We flew a person that we did not know from Chicago to Birmingham carrying a backup DCP in their lap as their carry-on luggage. And then we picked them up at the airport and the car overheated on the side of the road. (laughs) And then we had to send somebody else to get them. And then we got it there and it wouldn't pair up. I mean, it was just nightmare after nightmare after nightmare. Um, And eventually we did convince the studio that was holding the rights to this film that this wasn't just like some little mom and pop show that we could postpone or cancel or rearrange. We ended up sending them a photograph of the Alabama theater from the night, from opening night the year prior and saying like, this is what we're dealing with here. Please send us a file that we can play from computer. We also had the owner of the Plaza theater in Atlanta remove their DCP projector, like take it, out of the booth and drive it from Atlanta. They pulled up in front of the Alabama theater. We sent them around to the alleyway and helped carry it in. And it also did not work with the rest of the equipment in play. It was absolutely wild. The rest of the weekend was just like a, I don't know, I had a major adrenaline crash. It was terrible. I mean, we figured it out. We figured it out. But it was awful. It was the worst thing that's ever happened. <laughs> it, yeah. The, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, the film somehow played that We did. And, and, and people had a good time. People had a really good time. It's a really good movie. And um, that was, yeah, that was awful. It was terrible. The, the, let's never do that again. Yeah. I was in the Alabama Theater lobby, and Rachel like comes to me, and she's like, whether we're playing this film or not, you have to go on stage and speak to people and you might want to go in the bathroom and freshen up. And I was like, oh, and she was like, you look like shit. And I did. That was accurate. I went and changed clothes and then, you know, we played the movie like it was a miracle, the whole thing. Anyway. And people had a very nice time. They did. And didn't really know what was going on. No, there were a handful of people that were like, what were y'all running around so crazy for? <laughs> like, what's going on? But. Yeah, most people didn't know what was up. God bless them. Stressful. Yeah. So, weird time for movie theaters. We're coming out of, out of, knock on wood, uh, the the COVID-19 pandemic. Uh, Movie going is sort of rebounding. Um, And we're hoping that the 24th annual Sidewalk Film Festival, which is this coming August, Mm -hmm. is going to be more or less... Uh, business as usual. Um, but before we get there, I mean, I guess what would you say to listeners who are looking to support Sidewalk in the interim? Yeah. What can they do? So what people can do to support the organization is buy a ticket and come and watch a movie um, at the cinema. 
You can find all sorts of information about what's playing at sidewalkfest.com. Um, you can come and just grab a drink at the cinema before you head off to dinner. That's also an easy way of supporting us, and it's like something you'd probably be doing anyway on a given weekend night. Um, we have memberships, of course, um, but our, our festival's coming up. Passes are on sale. Um you know, buying passes, buying tickets, showing support in that way is really meaningful. I think in particular because of COVID, you know, we opened the the cinema and then like a little under six months later had to close. And that certainly was not in our pro forma. We did not anticipate that. Um, and so the past two years have been a real challenge for us, as I think most small business owners have experienced. Um the movie business didn't only find itself impacted because of the pandemic and the temporary closure, but that closure allowed for a lot of things in the industry to change um, during that time frame that we were closed and that almost every movie theater was. Um, so now it's just like focusing on getting people to come back out and watch yeah. movies with us in the theater. Um, I'm sure y'all have talked on the podcast before about the various upgrades we made to the space mm-hmm. and the way that we still monitor today the case counts in Jefferson County to make sure that we're sort of aligning ourselves with what guidance is provided in terms of public health and that sort of thing. But yeah, it's, I mean, come and see a movie with us, buy some popcorn. So what what can you talk about regarding this this festival that's coming up? Any, any news you can share at yeah. this point with our listeners? Well... So if you've been to the festival before, I can tell you that it is our plan to be back to sort of a pre-COVID normal in terms of size and scale of the event, the number of venues we're going to have, the number of films on screens, uh, parties, receptions, all that stuff. Um, We are returning, thankfully, and gratefully to the Carver Theater this yeah, year. that's exciting. I haven't been in the renovated space yet, and I'm, I'm really excited too. The renovated space is really nice. Um, they lost a little bit of seat count, but not not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, the restrooms, the lobby area, and in particular, all the exhibit space for their Jazz Hall of Fame just really, really improved upon. And I think our customers are going to like being back at the Carver. Um, it's just a gorgeous venue. It's got comfy seats. They've got a brand new concessions area. Um, so we're excited to be back there. Um, and I think, gosh, the last year we were there was like, Maybe 2017? Yeah, it's been a long time. Yeah, so they closed, you know, for renovations, and those have just wrapped up. Um, So we're excited about going back there. Um, We're partnering again with Stowe Story Labs out of Stowe, Vermont, and this will be our fourth year to work with them, but only our second year to do the lab in person. Yeah. So the last two years, that's been virtual. Um, So we're glad to have that back in real life. We've got about 42, I think, participants this year. So it'll be our biggest one yet, which is cool. Nice. Yeah. Those folks are coming from all across the country. That's very exciting. Yeah. Well, the programming team (laughs) is hard at work figuring out movies to show. On all of these screens. Yeah, what are we going to play, Corey? Tell oh, well, us about the schedule. Let me tell you about opening night. Um, right. I, no, I can't. I wish Is it going to be the wedding planner? It's going to be the wedding planner starring Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Lopez, a, I don't know, 19th anniversary screening or whatever it is. All right, all right, um, all right. Why not, right? Yeah. Um, so, sidewalkfest.com, I guess that's where that we, we're going to wrap this up. Sidewalkfest.com is where you can get 
tickets to movies, passes to the festival, anything sidewalk related, uh, you can find an answer to your question there. And people should save the date. Our festival sneak peek events will happen um, July 16, 17, and 18 at the cinema. That's a free event to attend. Um, the programming team, Corey included, will be going over some of their sort of favorite films of the lineup, showing trailers, um, talking about special guests, that sort of thing. Um, we'll be doing invites out to that and putting that on social media in the next week or so. Nice. Yeah. That is closer than I am comfortable with, but we'll we'll be ready for it. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, God. Six weeks. Okay. Um, well, thank you for chatting with me, Chloe, about yeah. Sidewalk and your journey to it. And we'll close out this segment now. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Side Talks. We are your own personal cinematic proposition, Joe and Jimmy McNulty from The Wire. It's a good I, show. I want to be prop, Joe. Yeah. Is that okay? That's totally fine. All right. Um, I'm as I'm a catastrophe like McNulty. That's that's only fair. I love that show. It's a great show. I should revisit it. Yeah, I should too. Oh, well, we're going to wrap this up now. Thanks to Boutwell Studios for editing and producing and making us not sound like maniacs. Thanks, Brad. You're welcome. Uh, Thanks to our wonderful sponsor, Revelator Coffee, which I have relied upon so frequently these past several weeks as a school year has come to an end, and I will rely upon them in the next few weeks as I mainline sidewalk submissions and we narrow down a festival lineup do the work i'm I'm working on it um thanks uh to you for listening and again just to emphasize what you've already heard several times sidewalkfest.com go get tickets to the cinema and what we're showing at the cinema the month of june so far is packed we're showing some really cool movies we got a david cronenberg movie about to be on screens at the sidewalk cinema and i for one am very excited about that it's gonna be super gross i'm very excited um So visit us there or at Sidewalk Film on social media and get your passes to the 24th annual Sidewalk Film Festival. Now you have no excuse except for, you know, inflation, I guess. That's a valid excuse. Poverty. Our prices have not changed. Oh, that's true. So Um, They're at their lowest, uh, in fact, of the whole season right now. As we get closer to the uh, event, they'll get more expensive. So, and if you're at the festival all weekend, you don't have to drive, so you don't have to put you know gas in your car. You can just walk around from venue to venue. Tell me about it. I'm so glad I moved like right in the cinema footprint. I mean, are you? I I, I am. I am. I'm a block (laughs) from the Alabama Theater, and so, um, and it's nice, and I don't have to walk, or I do have to walk, but I don't have to drive. I mean, I have to drive a lot of places. I don't know what I'm saying, but the point is it's good for a sidewalk weekend. Uh, So that's it for this episode of Side Talks. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Boutwell Studios Podcast Division. Your words, our expertise.